thank you for joining us again. Uh, my name is Positive Pixie, and this is Spiritual Mommy's The Journey. And today we have with us again, Manic Muse. Hey, hey. Savage Siren. Hey, y'all. And then later on, we'll have our friend Joe from Across the Pond. So we're going to start off by um, Muse telling us about the experience she had last night. Okay. So... As y'all know, I haven't been meditating like I'm supposed to. I know that I had to smack my hand on that one. But I'm doing Yeah, all right, Pixie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want y'all to hear me gulping. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my. So I decided to meditate last night and I ended up falling asleep. But the weird thing about falling fell asleep, like I wasn't having dreams. I was having like this out of body experience. Oh Lord, another astral projector. <laughs> no, I think it had to do with because I was listening to a guided meditation, and you know, they say that your subconscious mind is always listening. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you're doing a guided meditation even if you're asleep your body is still doing the things that they're telling you to do because you're subconsciously listening mm-hmm. um well a few weird things happen um like I woke up because my earbuds that I had in turned off the Ooh. my phone had completely shut off bluetooth yeah. So I and the, the my earbuds literally said powering off. So it woke me up and I was like, okay. Um, so I turned them back on, put the meditation back on, and closed my eyes again. I'm like, I could see outer space. It was weird. Like I could see stars all around me. And what like, kind of meditation were you doing? I was doing the star seed one. Oh, no wonder. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and there was, well, okay. No, I lie. That was not the one I was doing at the time. The one I was doing was to raise your vibration by the same person. Oh, okay. Um, and I remember while I was sleeping, like I felt like I was covered in this golden light. That's all I could see. And it was just, it was nice. It was nice that I was just sleeping and I was enjoying it. And then then my earbuds turned off and it turned out it was actually the end of the meditation. Wow. Yeah. So then I woke up and put on the other one while I was sleeping. Um, The starseed one. This is when I turned the starseed one off. I could literally feel myself going out of my body like I could see stars passing me I could see like it was weird and I felt like I could feel myself on the ship like I could see my people around me healing me a few days ago I saw what I thought was an aura and it was gold but I remember you telling me that my aura was white. But I can't remember if the aura was around myself or if it was around somebody else. Or I can't remember if it was me or my son, Jaden. Hmm. But I had never seen an aura before. So when I saw it, I brushed it off because I was like, Bree told me my aura was white and I've never seen an aura before. I remember seeing gold and I was confused oh yeah um but yeah I don't know it was weird like crazy stuff happened you should probably look that up gold but oh and I missed the most important part when I was falling asleep I was doing I fell asleep to the uh the kundalini awakening oh you did yeah That's what I was doing when I fell asleep. I completely forgot that I had started that one. And I was, it was weird. I started it because I felt like that was the one I needed. But then I realized halfway or not even halfway through it, like partway through it, I didn't need that actual one because my my chakras are already open and activated. 
Mm -hmm. So I just needed one to strengthen them. So I changed it to some music, just some binaural beats. And I was listening to it. And then um, then I listened to that for about seven. Oh, that was it. Seven minutes and 22 seconds. And then I switched to this inner wake up your inner goddess yeah and then I fell asleep and during that like it was really crazy things were happening and then yeah wow I just found the gold aura and what it means what I want you to look at this and tell me if this is the gold you the gold you saw because this is the gold that I saw. That's exactly it. That's exactly okay. it. That's it was crazy. shimmery, like all in my view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the gold aura, when you see it around someone's head or heart chakra area, um, it means that the person is it radiates or glows with the gold energy. They're becoming like the sun. Um, it says spiritual master to achieve this level of enlightenment, see their auras fully restored and they are able to radiate energy to others in healing capacities. So what do y'all think about that, about the fact that it says uh, healing properties, healing capabilities and things? It kind of makes sense because, you know, like I've been working on a lot on like healing myself. And that was the, one of the main things I wanted to do last night was letting go and healing. Mm-hmm. What kind of things were you trying to let go of? Just everything in general. Let them know that you're going to be coming in a little later. Mm-hmm. So um, it said the belief with twin flame is that one soul splits into two, one is masculine and one is feminine. And then sometimes they find each other in this reality and have an agreement that in a certain important time, the planet um, and on the planet, that we'll reincarnate at the same time and we're supposed to meet each other. And he said, or it could be um, a divine reflection of the other half of your soul. But one of the main things he said that really caught my attention was he said that um, you're not half of anything. You're one whole of a person. And when you're looking for your twin flame, you're basically saying that um, you're lacking something within yourself and you should already be whole before you're trying to find love. Uh So um, he said about one itis, he says, when a person is dating someone that, and they start to believe that this person is the one, I found the one, there's no one else out there for me, this is it. Then we put this person up on a pedestal and in return, we kind of repel that person from wanting to be in our lives because we're uh, like so stuck in our minds of like trying to make this work, trying to be perfect, not truly being yourself. You're trying to be the person that you feel like they need or the person that they want instead of um, taking them down and realizing like, what are, what are they doing to be the person that I deserve? What mm-hmm. are they doing to make me happy? Why am I always the one giving instead of receiving? And then um, he said that it becomes an unhealthy belief system and like I said, he said, we're not one half of a soul. We're already complete. And we have to remember that. So what do y'all feel about what I just said? Joe, you want to go first? Who wants to go first? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm calling well, I you out. Off. I did miss the beginning of that. But uh, in relative to that, I've always thought that when you put someone onto a pedestal, you tend to kind of like, you take away certain aspects of it because you put them that high on a pedestal anyway you're trying to kind of like almost mimic or trying to seek their approval to, to say, you know, that you, you can like, you appreciate who they are. Mm-hmm. So in essence, you can like change yourself to try and suit someone else. And that's also taken away from the individual. Um, but that's pretty much what I just grasped and what my thoughts were from what you were saying a second ago. Yeah. Uh, I think it might be better if someone else actually gives <laughs> their opinion first. Uh, Siren, do you feel like you could relate to this in any kind of way? Mm, I agree with what was said. Like, I, you know, I've never been caught up, like, you, y'all know me, like, I've never been caught up in, like, oh, my twin flame or the one and all that. Like, yeah. I'm real go with the flow. Like, I'm like, I'm like, if, if, if it's meant to be, it's going to be, it's going to happen. Like, I don't, I guess I don't be worried. Like, I just go go with the flow. Like, yeah. I believe that, like, people enter our lives for a certain reason and we don't know what it is but eventually like you know once we figure it out we're gonna appreciate what they taught us like somebody everything is like a learning lesson like when they come 
into our lives, whether it's bad, good, it's all a learning lesson, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I agree with what they said. Like, we're, I, I, I've always felt like um, a twin, like a soulmate is just yeah. an addition to what you already are. Like, you're already a whole person. What their purpose is just to add on to what you already have. Like, it's not to fill in anything that you're missing, it's just to add on to what you already have and for you to add on to what they already have. Like, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It did. That made a lot of sense. Okay. Twin. Oh, she, she's muted. <laughs> there um, she goes. Do you have anything to add, Muse? I wasn't here for it. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So I'll just sorry. move us to the next part. So, um, one of the things he said is uh, certain experiences in our lives cause energy dynamics that we later reflect back to when we're attracting other people and we call it chemistry, but it's really trauma bonding. So like um, you could be with somebody like, oh, my dad died. Oh, my dad died too. And then you feel like you have stuff in common. You feel like you have chemistry when really like, nah, y'all just went through the same thing. It doesn't mean that like, this is the person for you. What are you going to say? I was going to say, everyone seems to go through the same emotions all at different times. I've mentioned this before. It just, everyone does physically relate to anyone else's pains the happiness the joys the sorrows everything it it just happens at different stages of people's lives anyway so if someone's trying to seek a connection through sorrow they can easily go back and think about the personal sorrows that they've had individually and relate to someone else's sorrow in that sense so really in essence to that I i think that's a little bit of a a bit of a strange one to to bring up in uh, yeah. in this one yeah cause, yeah because he was saying that trauma bonding connects us on a very uh like a very deep connection that it makes you feel like you're in love and that you've known this person like your whole life or maybe many different lifetimes but it's just that you guys have experienced a lot of the same things and uh-huh. that maybe y'all were brought together to help each other heal not uh actually be the love of each other's lives y'all are supposed uh-huh. to learn from each other and help each other grow isn't that mm-hmm. just brain chemistry in its, in its own sense as well? Yeah. Like I, I, I used to do a lot of singing online, like uh, on Smule, and I found that I made personal connections with a lot of people that I was singing with to, to the state where we actually felt kind of like a, a bondness, a closeness, almost like a bit of a love uh, kind of thing. But I separated that from reality when you do look at it for what it actually is the brain chemistry does change when you've got certain connections with people, whether it be through sorrow, whether it be through happiness, whether it be through singing, whether it be through whatever it may be. My personal case was singing. Um, I'm sorry to diverse from no, the go topic. Ahead. On that, Cause I was going to ask you a question when you finish. Go, go on, shoot. <laughs> so how do you pull yourself out of that? Of like, um, you feel like you're connected with somebody and then you snap out of it and you realize like, Oh, we just have things in common. It might not be love. How do you bring yourself out of that? To be honest, it's just time, time because I actually rolled with it. Uh, from my own personal experience, I decided to roll with it. I met a few people, and uh, yeah, there was a little bit of a connection there, but not the connection that I was actually looking for. So I suppose it's just about time, in essence, and understanding. If you understand where you are, I suppose if you're weak-minded mm-hmm. and you haven't got that kind of understanding of who you are, yeah, then yeah, of course, you'll easily fall into that trap. Mm-hmm. and hence it will all make sense you put someone else on that pedestal again and <laughs> yeah. therefore you're almost trying to seek someone else's approval again yeah. mm-hmm. so it's all about being strong and understanding where you are from in my eyes that's the way I would see it anyway I that's why I didn't it. agree entirely with what the guy was saying when I watched the video yeah because like um, I think that the video just kind of helped me see my situations, because I am one of those people that's normally like, is this the one? Is this the one? Is this the one? Is this the one? And I realized that I'm different people with every person that I've dated. And it took like someone asking me like, hey, what do you like to do for fun for me to sit back and be like, "Um, I don't really know myself because I don't know what I like to do for fun. I don't know anything about myself. And I had to kind of date myself, I guess, like really try Mm -hmm. to figure out what makes myself happy. I feel like I was depressed because I didn't know who I was. And when meeting somebody that I thought was my twin flame and ended up like coming from hell, um, it made me sit back and think like, why am I attracting these kind of people? I attract a lot of narcissists, literally real narcissists. And I had to figure out like, so what is it about me? Because it's not them. If I keep attracting the same kind of person, it's not the people, it's me. 
and I, I hope you fall for. Yeah. You kind of help you fall for. It's just we are who we are, and I like I think we are. Yeah. Well, I've dated a few narcissists myself, so I know the script. <laughs> I'm not going to name and shame. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I'll be naming. <laughs> I'm not that cruel. Brianna, what's your uh, opinion on it? Which um, I don't know. Actually, I'm just kind of listening. I'm doing hmm. my my podcast ritual. Sorry, I forgot to do that before the start. So I'm not feeling in my space right now. Okay. So it hasn't started? Yeah, we it started. Is. We started. <laughs> We're recording now. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. Oh well, well you know people like realness, so yeah, it is what it is. If she says she's um, not in her space, then just got to give her her time to get into her space. I apologize, my hay fever's kicked off today. It's really, really sunny and really uh, bright today, so it's literally got me in tears. So I apologize for the tissue. Um. <laughs> um okay, so I can pretty much. I've watched the video. Um, not really sure how I feel about it. Like a lot of things that he talks about, especially the trauma bonding, that one hit me hard because I do do that. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times did you watch it first? I only watched it once. Not gonna lie. The second time I watched it, I felt like my opinion changed a little bit, and I understood a little bit more what he was trying to say. What were you gonna say, Joe? No, I just said once as well. Uh, I feel like if you watch it again, I think the first time I was really um, taken aback by some of the things he said, and I kind of felt like personally attacked because I was like, dang, I really do this. And I was so stuck on the trauma bonding that I didn't pay attention to anything else that he said because he was saying, um, he's not saying that twin flames and soulmates aren't a real thing. He said that we just get too wrapped up into it where he said in every person, it's going to be a reflection of you. Everybody who comes into your life, they're a reflection of you. But once you work on yourself and you truly become you and you truly love yourself fully, you'll be Uh able to attract the person who is where you are in your life. You're always going to meet people who are kind of like where you are in your life. If you don't truly love yourself yet, you're going to find somebody who doesn't truly love you. If you love yourself fully, then you're going to find that person who will give you the same amount of love that you give other people or that you give to your, that you give to yourself. That's yep. true. So that's something that I true. definitely got to work on. Cause like, I'm like, Oh, when I lose a little bit of weight or when my hair grows back out or when I get my eyebrows you. waxed, you know, that's where I was. Yeah. I'm still there. Cause I, I could just I'm, lose I'm weight. I'd be more attractive. Yeah. I'm sexy where I'm at. And it's dumb because we do meet people who like us for who we are and what we, what we bring, but we're still mm-hmm. like somebody tell you you're beautiful and you're like, oh, thanks. But I just gained five pounds. You never like really accept the compliment. You always down yourself or talk. Just bad say about thank yourself. you. And that's it. Don't make an excuse. Don't down yourself. Just like, oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Over yeah. kilo. <laughs> that's very true. We're all in the same boat on that one. Man, if you probably ask most of the people in Great Britain the same question, they'll probably say exactly the same thing. No one's truly happy with who they are, even though they try or strive to be. Mm-hmm. It's about understanding, isn't it? And not many people do understand where their you know, where their own inner love comes from. Yeah, true. And hopefully, these kind of podcasts will kind of like help people realize what the true love that they should feel for themselves, you know, what it should be and how it should go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you got to start with yourself, girl. Yes. Oh, I think one of the things that started helping me was um, every night me and uh, uh, Muse and sometimes Siren, we get on the phone and we do um, a gratitude journal and you just write down what you're grateful for every day. You realize like, I really do have a lot of great things going on in my life that I kind of ignore. Like I just bypass Mm -hmm. because I feel like, well, I have this, but I don't have that. But when you focus on the things that are great in your life, you do start to feel better about yourself. Mm hmm. Manit Muse said the same thing to me the other night. I should start keeping a journal. So yeah, maybe I should. And maybe that is the way to go forward. Who knows? Yeah. There is once I I can honestly say once we started doing the um the gratitude journaling and just basically looking at the blessings that we do have, it kind of changed my outlook on everything. Like, you know, things may not be where I want it to be, but they're not as bad as they could be. That's mm-hmm. true. Because things could always be worse. 
Yep, definitely. <laughs> and if you stay in a state of mind where things, you feel like things are always worse, they're always getting bad, they're always like cycling, then yeah, you hit that downward spiral that just drags your life down. Yeah, you like the law of what is it called? The law of um, attraction. Like you always think, you always think. Like if you're constantly mm-hmm. complaining, talking about like, oh, everything sucks. Everything is gonna suck. That's all you're talking about. That's all you're thinking about. So you have to keep like talking, you know, positive, manifesting all the positivity, like all the good stuff coming in. Because otherwise, you're just gonna keep bringing in whatever you're complaining about. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that um, you've had me working on was um, working on my healing and forgiving people who've done me wrong without actually talking to them. Because I realized that I have a lot of anchors of um, different people or different things that have hurt me in my life. And that um, they're going on about their lives. They don't care. I'm the one that's hurt and still upset about it. And they're just flourishing and thriving. And I'm still stuck where I am because I'm still thinking about how uh, Johnny hurt me in eighth grade by calling me fat or something like that, right. you know? And <laughs> if you bring it up to that person, if you think about it, if you bring it up to that person, they go, they would really look at you and go, you're still holding on to that? I'm you're like, sorry. you're talking about that? <laughs> like, and some people will even be like, I don't remember ever doing that. Yeah. True. They let go of it after they've done it. Yeah. They're free. We're not. Yeah, because like, um, I realized all my life I've been harboring like somewhat of like this hate for my mama for all the things that she's done or haven't done. And then one day we were talking and she asked me, she was like, am I that much of a bitch? Am I that horrible? And I lied and I said no. But then later on, I had to sit down and think about like when she had me, she was 19. She was in a horrible relationship with my dad who was beating mm-hmm. her ass and kidnapping me from her all the time and she gave me up not because she wanted to it was kind of like do I keep getting my ass beat or do I give my child up and then I have to remember like she was she was a kid she didn't really know what a good parent was or what what it took to be a good mother also right but we're building a better relationship like these past couple of weeks yeah I had to I had to let it go I didn't like go to her and do this whole like outpour of like I forgive you for everything I just had to have a conversation with myself like a crazy person (laughs) (laughs) not crazy to have a conversation with yourself Mm -hmm. I talk to myself all the time (laughs) I said it's actually (laughs) I was gonna say it's not crazy to actually talk to yourself it's definitely not crazy to even answer yourself however I would say it's definitely crazy to turn around and say who said that (laughs) <laughs> that's when you know you've got crazy issues that's, that's a valid point <laughs> that's me in the yard when I hear different voices I'm like did somebody call my name hmm. like who was that that's a part of being a medium though <laughs> you start to hear random voices and you're like stop talking to me yeah I was hearing <laughs> a man's voice for a while but it finally went away I don't know I guess he got what he needed channeling people's voices mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It freaked me out the first time. The first time I heard it was when I met a friend of mine and a voice like just came out of nowhere and said, trust him. And I was like, and he was looking at me like, are you okay? (laughs) And I was like, you didn't hear that? He was like, "Mm, no, I was like, okay. They never usually do because it's up here. Uh, Trust him. And he's still my friend. So we'll see how long he hanging there. Look at look at Cyrus. She hates him. <laughs> she does not like him. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't know. It wasn't anything specific. It was just like I was thinking. I just wanted to be complete. I want to be whole. I love that because yeah, that that kind of ties into what we're gonna talk to, talk about today, actually. Um, but before we get to that. Um, when you saw the gold light, was it shining through your whole body or was it like any specific area? I didn't see anything but the gold like glitter. It was like it was like somebody took a big box of golden glitter and was just dumping it on me. So somebody was healing you. Yeah, huh. that's what it felt like. And I just, I wanted to stay there. It was so peaceful and so comfortable. I was just like, and my eyes opened. I was like, no, come back. <laughs> you felt like, uh, you felt like siren, but she, <laughs> she didn't want to let go of her higher self. Like, no, I don't want to I, like, I felt go, it. Bitch, let me go. I feel it. Hold on. Sorry. I'm trying to organize my desk. Y'all oh, have I found my focus, people. dude. Are you did? Oh, my focus, dude. Y'all having these great moments and my higher self is like, bitch. 
for real. That this what you came up here for? And I ain't been big since. I felt like I got a whooping. Child. And she hiding. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hiding. She I'm hiding. hiding. <laughs> she hiding. They love you regardless. <laughs> know that. I'm hiding. Girl, she gonna have to catch me flipping. Okay. Catch me in your sleep, huh? Statues. <laughs> and pop your ass. Yes. Now, uh, one of the, what we're going to talk about today kind of ties into what you said about um, wanting to feel complete and wanting to feel whole. Um, mm-hmm. We watched this video about uh, twin flame itis and one yeah. itis and about how, oh, actually, our friend Joe just showed up. You going to say hi? You Hello say there. It. You okay? <laughs> I'm going to physically say it to be seen on screen. All right. Yep. Oh, and then um, the other thing that we were going to talk about is, do you feel like spirituality can be a joint venture either with friends or with um, a person that you're dating? Do you feel like y'all can go on this journey together or should you more focus on it by yourself? Hmm. That's a good question. I guess I'll start since I first one opened my mouth. Um, <laughs> my thought on that, though, is like, I think spirituality should start as a journey like a self journey first mm-hmm. because you have to you have to be on that journey by yourself first in order to really get to know yourself to know who you are before you can incorporate somebody else into your spiritual journey mm-hmm. um whether it's friends or not like I think that yeah you can start a journey with friends like we started our journey together but it's also separate you know what I mean like it's yeah. mm-hmm. together but separate we all did decided to go together and do certain things and we share videos and stuff but we are all on our own separate but equal self journey yeah yeah because uh siren over there learning about astral projecting and things <laughs> <That's true. laughs> lucid dreaming that and dealing with like little babies you know playing yeah. Barney and stuff <laughs> Where would divination fit into this? Divination? Hmm. That, I think divination is a separate journey. Because we all have different things, yeah. Because that's that's in honing your own skills. But you did mm-hmm. also help me find out that I was a runes reader. That's true. So then I did have to go out by myself and learn about like what the different letters mean. I did want to mention one thing in listening to you guys talk a minute ago and hearing my name pop up so much and how much I've really helped. I don't feel like I've done that much, but then hearing my name pop up a few times, I'm like, oh, hey. You have, though. You have. I agree. Mm-hmm. You've helped me a hell of a lot anyway. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. You helped me start my journey all together, you know, like when I was Mm -hmm. 14, 15, her and her mom taught me about tarot cards and doing spells and things like that. So y'all really got me started. But then when you moved away, I stopped and I didn't start back till we got back into each other's lives. Twin is the common factor. Yeah. (laughs) I would say that's more spirituality as a joint. You've actually brought spirituality to a lot of people Mm -hmm. at the same time. So probably that's something that you could probably talk about yeah yeah I don't know like my opinion of it I guess is very different from what the reality is for others because where I feel like I'm just giving you the skills to do it yourself you guys felt like I was helping and pushing you in the right directions I don't know Sure. You can help mine and Siren's relationship because when we first met like yeah we were really cool we had a lot of things in common but I didn't know that um, she believed in spirituality and things like that and then when all three of us got up. together yeah then all three of us got together and it was like I know her a lot more like, like oh shit we are some witches okay yeah. and you finally got her out of her house so she'll come over here and visit me man that's true I know that's true yeah I guess I then spirituality is a joint just depends on what you believe because I mean I I don't know I just decided to start on my journey I just kind of yeah, like kind of like a, it fell into my lap. I think anyone that's got spirituality or an essence of spirituality within them tends to kind of like go down their own path. It's just sometimes we do deviate. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, we all take wrong turns. It's all part of life. I think you specifically, you've actually helped me 
find focus again to where I want to be and which direction I want to channel my energies towards. Even though it is across the pond, it's like too far away to actually <laughs> give you a hug and say thank you. I would love to do that. Oh, we need to oh. take a trip on our favorite rocket ship. Yes. <laughs> have, a, have a spiritual get together. Yes, I would love that. I want to go over there anyway because I keep meeting a lot of great people yeah. from there. Honestly. But to yeah. England, not to. Yeah. yeah. I can meet Beef and NG, maybe. Um, oh, yeah. Why do I keep forgetting about him? Beef. I never forget about yeah. Beef. <laughs> It's like I it, don't forget about him. He's like there in the back of my mind because I remember conversations we've had. We've actually talked about talked about Wicca together, but I don't know. Just because he's not there, it's like he's kind of pushed into the back. And then when yeah. somebody brings him up, I'm like, oh yeah. And then you left before I could meet you on the game. But I'm glad that mm-hmm. I finally got the chance to meet you, Joe, because you. I heard a lot about you. Oh, thank you. Wow! 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 People. <laughs> Well, hopefully good things. Oh, yeah, it was good things because it was be like G and beef. It wasn't from you. Like I just started right. hearing like more about you from her, but it was mostly because I had kind of like a relationship with G and he was like, oh, yeah, my friend, because, you know, y'all had um, used to do like guys night or whatever. Yeah, on the Thursday night. That's right. Yeah. We used to, uh, have kind of yeah. like a vape night where we all sit together. We talk about different kinds of vaping things and try all different types of vaping materials, different machineries, different mechs, different mods. It's just a shame I've actually gone back to smoking. <laughs> and when you left, I took your place. I used to join on video chat. <laughs> wow. When I left, oh, were you the one that was going to give my account to that time? But then I decided I was going to keep it just in oh, case. Oh, yeah. She is the one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was me. I, I apologize. I've well, still got that account you. somewhere. I've still got it somewhere. <laughs> we've, we've all pretty much stopped playing now. Yeah. And then I slap on a 30 day shield and be like, I'm out. Yeah. And then I think that I had uh, decided, like, I wanted to build from the ground up. I didn't want to start with a big account and not know really what to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'd be better. Yeah. I think I said that to you at the time. You're better off starting from scratch. So at least you know what you're up to. Yeah. No, we're here. Okay. He might be my twin. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did say we actually cut from the same cloth at one point. So you never know. All right, we are straying from the subject. But about the joint one, um, I feel like for me mostly, I need um, a partner to kind of keep me on track because like I said, when you moved away, you went to Germany. I stopped doing spirituality and I went back to Christianity because I felt like something was missing and I thought maybe it was Christ and I went to church and stuff and I figured out that wasn't it and I never realized what it was and I was always like a little depressed because I was trying to figure out like what that one piece was missing and then whenever we I finally fully uh, forgave you and we became back best friends again because we've been through some shit we've been friends since we were 15 and um I realized that it was you like probably a couple of months ago I realized maybe maybe the the past month I found out that the piece that was missing was literally you and I was like god dog like because you just kind of helped keep me on track you helped me um focus on my meditation and being grateful and um not letting people walk over me because I tend to do that when y'all two aren't around if I let people just you don't do that yeah I will have to stab somebody here's a question for you which is related to spirituality what would you say God is? Oh, that's a good question. That's still What's something that I'm murky about. Um, I believe in God. I just don't know. Like sometimes I'm like, is it several? Is it one? Is it? Are they all just one big person and we just split their personalities up? Like I don't know, honestly. Looking into a lot of different religions, and I have this conversation quite regularly with a lot of my customers and a lot of people that I do meet. I think what it comes down to, it doesn't matter whether you pray to Mecca, doesn't matter if you're a Buddhist, doesn't matter if you're Jehovah's Witness, doesn't matter if you're Catholic. It makes no odds. As long as you have faith, that's what it all comes down to. When we all die, or when that time does come, if we're all looking for salvation, if God, as we call it, God, uh, is actually what we think he is or what it is, then we're all going to get judged in exactly the same way. It doesn't matter how many times you pray doesn't matter how many times you, you call his name. I think we'll all get judged. And I think it will, what it does come down to is whether we do have faith. 
faith within ourselves, faith within everyone around us and reality, really. Treat others as you like to be treated. I think that was the main message that every Bible teaches you. I've read a couple of them, so. I could never get past Exodus. <laughs> I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you what, what, which book I... I've actually read. I've read it. So go on. So I've never actually read the Bible or anything, but this is just my personal opinion. Whoever your God is, your gods, your goddesses, your universe, your higher power, whoever they are, I just, I believe that they're love. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their love, their the acceptance, they, they're one with you and you're one with them. Mm-hmm. Definitely, so, your hierophants. Your hierophant, definitely. So you're saying if you love yourself, you love God. Understanding yourself is probably the essence. <laughs> That's an understanding. Knowing where you are, as long as you treat others the way that you'd like to be treated. You know, with yeah. love, with respect. At the end of the day, if we don't have that love and respect for other people, then how are we going to have that love and respect for ourselves? And in essence, how are we going to have that love and respect for God? But there's an issue with that too, because I usually live my life with treat everybody the way that I want to be treated. But what happens when you're treating everybody with love, you're treating everybody with respect, but you're not getting that in return? Like, do you keep doing it? Or do you just let them keep walking over you as you continue to treat them like the way you would want them to treat you? Good point. I'd say watch. Watch and keep an eye on these things. Keep an eye on what people do because people do tend to kind of put themselves into cycles and they do mess up. But then at that point, is it's that point when they do come to you. And it's that point when you need to decide then whether you want to continue showing that love and showing that respect or bring the issue up. Say, hang about, I wanted to show you this kind of love. I wanted to show you this kind of respect in the past and you've not shown me the same respect that I've shown you. It's entirely up to yourself where you take it from there. However, you've got to remember what goes around comes around. Yeah. Uh-huh. You treat them with love regardless. And me, I'm the type that I just disappear. If I keep showing you love and kindness and I'm not getting it in return, I'll usually disappear oh. and never told you what you did wrong. You'll be wondering, like, what happened to um, Pixie? And I'm just gone. Or yeah. I blow up and I almost murder you. One or the other. So... My opinion on what you ask, Pixie, is you just, regardless, you don't have to keep them in your life because, like, I'm also learning that it doesn't matter who you are, friends, family, I don't care who you are. If you bring negativity into my life, hostility into my life, you bring doubt into my life, I'm going to block you, Mm -hmm. whether it's in real life or on facebook or whatever whatever social media platform do you tell them what they've done wrong before you block them or do you just like nope that's up to them to find their self journey and figure out why they lost me it's not my it's not my responsibility to explain to you i'm treating you with love and respect but you're not treating me the same way well guess what What you don't get that blessing anymore what if they do ask you if they ask me Mm -hmm. then i'll tell them but normally by the time before they get a chance to ask me, I've blocked them. They, they, they can figure that out. I feel like that's a part of self-love because everything mm-hmm. that I've uh, watched or read about self-love, it was about setting healthy boundaries. And mm-hmm. like, okay. basically she was like this one lady that I watched, I think her name was like Stephanie Lynn. And she was saying that um, when you do things that you don't want to do and you spend time with people that you don't want to spend time with, that um, you're telling them basically that they're more important than you and that mm-hmm. you don't yourself enough to tell them no or to not be around them. And that, that one, doesn't deserve your energy. Yeah. You know, that would you hit me Because you definitely, both you and her made me realize, like y'all always would say, like you need to work on your self-love and feel work on your self-love. And I felt like y'all were attacking me. But then whenever I finally looked into what self-love was, I was like, oh, those helpers was right. <laughs> very good points very good points and she's back with us <laughs> oh I'm sorry she, her TV turned off I have another thing that I wanted to ask too um, since you guys have been on your spiritual journeys I know that we've all lost like a lot of friends people that we thought were our best friends and people that we thought that we would grow with um 
like what were the things that you kind of noticed about them that kind of like helped you along your spiritual journey like the people that you had to let go of i noticed a lot more take than give i give so much i rarely take from people and when i do like it's usually when i need you to be there Mm -hmm. um because you know i had that really bad problem of not leaning on people we all have that problem and a lot of my yeah that's true (laughs) a lot of my former friends and people fell off because it was during a time that I really needed someone I was I lost my mind you know you guys were there I ended up in therapy and nobody checked on me but you guys nobody wanted to know how I was doing except for you guys I would have wanted to know I really would have wanted to know but I think sometimes when you're in that yeah, you push people away sometimes. It's not just you. Yeah. It's, we all push people away. I've done it myself. I've pushed people away and backed away from so many people where I've been at my lowest, my lowest, the lowest. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just natural, I guess. We all but do some people don't points. understand that. Like, you'll tell them, like, hey, I need a break from people. And That's then too. coming around, showing up at your house unexpected, like making you feel like you're a shitty person for going through depression or going through whatever you're going through. But does that mean that these people don't care? Yeah. I think okay. that they do care. I think no. that they do care. So well, to a certain she's degree. meaning the ones that just want you to be there for them. Oh, because right. they've got stuff going on and you're not allowed to have stuff going on. Those people, no, those are those are leeches. Cut them off. Because they're so but, used to like you being dependable and being able to lean on you. Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed you're to be like, this sturdy foundation that holds people. You're not allowed to crumble. Mm-hmm. 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 And then, sorry, what do you, what are some things that you see in like your old best friends and people that you used to hang with? Or even let's talk about them. Yeah, because that's why I really brought up this topic for it, because I'm still packing, but go ahead. It was um, just a lot, like, with between say, it's a lot of like, it was a lot of take, but it wasn't a lot of giving. Like, my last, my ex best friend, she was just con- like, she would only like, we hung out, like, don't get me wrong, like, a lot. And she was always at my house, I was at her house, but it was getting so draining to the point that like uh like she all she did was complain like all she did was complain 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 like that grows like you grow so tired of it like you know you try to be positive and put them in better spirits but like you know like they just complain complain and like she was always just like she just like she literally would hang out with me like just to vent it was never anything like beneficial it wasn't anything like positive it was just like oh let's hang out but then as soon as we hang out she's complaining like about every single thing going on I'm like okay like you know if eventually it takes its toll it's like okay you know what like I can't do this like you're you're draining me like it'll get to a point to where I started like avoiding her like you know I was hating like even she would text and I would I would just hate like I'm like okay I didn't want to talk to her like I just didn't want to associate myself with her anymore you know but in the long run it still worked out because I found you know you, you know I found out that she wasn't really my best friend like she thought because she was over there like being friends with people that don't even like me you know what i'm saying like it's like yeah so and like it's crazy because like uh you know donovan when he met her i'll say his name when he met her he was like that's not your best friend and i was like that's my best friend i've been best friends since high school you know we, we go me. way back and he's like no that's not your best friend he's like she does not like you she hates you and she just you know she's just trying to bring you down and i was like how did what? he notice it he like that's one thing that's- about him he's He's good with energy. Like he can feel a person's energy and vibes and stuff. He's really good at reading people's energies and he's always spot on with it. Like when he met you, he, you know, he said what he said about you, but he was right. It was good stuff. You know, he, he's always spot on with every single person he's met. He's always been spot on with like with reading their energy. But like when he met her. Yeah, I was going to go over there tonight and be like, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) No, he loves y'all. Like, like, no, no. He says, like, uh, y'all two are, like, probably, like, the best friends I have ever had. Like, he's, like, um, like, he knows. I can't wait to meet him then. Yeah, he knows, like, how much, like, y'all care about me and how much I care about y'all. He's, like, that's, like, like, y'all have a real friendship, a real sisterhood. And he said that he knew that that's what I've needed in a long time. Because, like, all my ex-best friends has always been, you know, drama, like, the first one, like I said, she was just constantly complaining, complaining, complaining. And then the one before that, you know, me and her draining fight. Yeah. And you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, and it's funny because we were yeah. best friends with sisters, but never met. Or like, maybe we just didn't pay yeah. attention to each other. <laughs> you guys all, we all met at the right time. Because yeah. we yeah. with her, like, 
now that I think back on it, she was just using me too. She was literally just using me as an excuse to go cheat like on her person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucked up, you know, like, and I would just go with it because I thought I was, I, this me being a good friend. And clearly that's not being a good friend, but I would just go with it. Every time she wanted to do something, it was just to do something that she wasn't supposed to be doing. You know, and that's, like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. But like, now that I think about it, it's, I've always been like used. Like I'm always used as something like, you know, I'm either friends because people want me to go beat up their boyfriend or something like that. That's yeah. my ex-best friend. Like she'd always call me to go fight her boyfriend because he'd mm-hmm. be doing crazy stuff. Like it's just always like being used, but I was never getting anything in return. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, okay. Like people just call me just when they got problems, you know, and they just need them solved. Like, I'm going to start doing that. Siren, <laughs> Siren, Siren. Can I actually mm-hmm. pay you to beat up my ex-wife? <laughs> I would do it for free. I would do it for free. Damn, girl. She got the pants. She, she left her ex-husband knocked out on the side of the road before. Wow. That girl, she, she a beast. Um, I wanted to say something though. about your ex-best friends. Or mm-hmm. ex, well, actually, ex-best friends. Um, and that was a, one of the things that I first noticed about you. And I don't know if uh, Pixie told you this, but the first time I ever looked at your picture, the first thing I thought is, wow, her light is shining. And she did. She was like, we're going to be best friends. Like, you <laughs> and just I was, have I was this like, amazing glow. Yeah. And that's your energy. Uh-huh. And that's what they're after. They're after your energy. Those those energy vampires, they come into your life and they complain, complain, complain. And as they're complaining, they're drawing drawing out your energy to make themselves feel better. And then that's another, have like, you ever noticed when you have somebody, sorry, didn't mean no, to cut you off, but when you have no, somebody got something to say. <laughs> and they complain to you all the time, they leave the conversation feeling great. But how are you yeah. feeling? You're feeling exactly. tired, like, drained, yeah. and hurt because they took from you. Yeah. Like I noticed, like I've like, and I I've noticed that now people you saw some in the past that I'm like, uh, I always do, Ugh. like I'm always extra, like I'm always trying to do more than what I'm supposed to be doing for people. Like uh, I always go out all of my way. All three of us sure. have that problem. Yeah. Problem and we all do have that problem. Like I always go out of my way to make sure they get, they have whatever they need, you know, to make mm-hmm. sure they feel like that I'm there for them and all kind of stuff. And like I always go out of my way, even if it puts me in a bind in some kind of way. I always go out of my way to do whatever I can for them. Whenever they need me, any little thing I'll go do, you know, like I'll put myself on the back burner and put them first. And I was like, you know what? You know, now I realize that was, you know, I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm supposed to put myself before anybody mm-hmm. else. But back then I'm, I was always putting everybody else before me, thinking that that's what I'm supposed to be doing to be a good friend. But, you know. Do you mind if I just put something out there? Yeah. When I was younger, when I first kind of got into spirituality, I, I told the manic muse in the past, I used to have a pentagon ring, which I made. And the pentagon ring, I used to have kind of like the point of the pentagon facing towards me. Now, I felt like after a certain amount of time that I may have been kind of like a bit of a vampire myself, stealing other people's energies. So shortly after that, I ended up turning it around. So anyone else that does feel that the, the kind of like... the they're kind of like being drained of other people's energy. It might be worth kind of like getting something like a pentagon ring and reversing it so the actual point is pointing outwards and the two points are pointing inwards to yourself and see if that actually helps. Because I do find that it helped me massively. Yeah. And then it was something that I wanted to say to Siren was that um, one thing that I've noticed about her is, you know, she always apologizes for being blunt and being, um, you know, but I feel like you just had friends that didn't appreciate that. I feel like when you come- I appreciate it. Tell me I'm being blunt and you're telling me- Beautiful as you are. Yeah, it's for uh, the better for me because I'm very hard-headed. I'm stubborn. Mm -hmm. I need somebody to tell me like, hey, you don't deserve to be treated like that. Hey, this person's not good for you. Like, it doesn't bother any either one of us at all when you're like blunt and you're telling us the truth. And I hate that you had friends that made you feel like you had to Every time I like, I felt like I was, I I was like I was getting on your ass, but I wasn't really trying to. Like, I was, I legit was just like caring and I just wanted you to understand like, like what they were doing to you, you know, it's like you didn't see it, but I saw it, and like yeah. I always feel bad because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm such a bitch, like I'm such an asshole to this girl. Like she gonna think that I just can't stand her, and like I got, I got it out for her, but in, in all actuality, like I really care about you, like a sister. And I was like, you don't see what they're doing, but I see it. Yeah, and you know, everybody like, that you warned me about, 
yeah. would be like, okay, because you told me about my ex best friend, and like, well, and also uh, Muse did, and I didn't want to see mm-hmm. it. And That's for whenever her. <laughs> she saw me having connections with somebody else, she always had a problem with him. Like, I started mm-hmm. hanging out with Muse again. She was like, oh, I think she's doing spells on us where we can't keep boyfriends. And I'm oh like, do that. She was like, because she's in love with you. And I'm like, nah. Well, she definitely not in love with me, well, you know. And then when oh, I started doing that with you, you uh, she found a <laughs> yeah, problem with you and didn't even know you. And that's when I really started to realize, like, this girl is crazy, and maybe they're right. Mm-hmm. Going back, going back to that, going into a bit of the dark side. There, have you ever actually cast a spell on anyone to kind of like control other people's love? Have you ever ever oh, attempted me? any? I did, a, I did a love spell on a person before, and I definitely. <laughs> Oh my God, he would not leave me alone. coming out. The dark arts are coming out. He would not uh-huh. leave me alone. I've, I've done two spells against people in my life and they did not turn out right. I did the love spell um, on a boy that I liked when I was in like 10th grade and then he would not leave me alone. You know, you think you know what love is when you're that young and I did not. I, he was just cute. He was just fine. That was it. And uh-huh. I just thought I wanted him and I didn't. Then the second spell that I did, this guy catfished me that was supposed to be our friend. And he made me he made me believe I was dating his cousin when in fact it was him using somebody else's pictures the whole time oh, so that he could date Ooh. me and three of our friends at the same time because he tried to make a fake person oh. for you and he tried Ouch. to make a fake person for my cousin and uh, it turned out it was him the whole time so I did a spell on him to make him fat I didn't protect myself and I got fat too but that motherfucker is fat as hell right now oh and my god too. and I can't lose the weight and I'm like I guess I need to apologize and like really really feel bad for what I did so that I can get this weight off of me because right now I don't feel bad he deserves hey, it positive fix it I accept your apology and don't worry <laughs> 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 but after I did that one, I stopped. I said I will never do another spell against somebody because I'm a hundred pounds heavier than I was in high school. I was like, yeah, I'm not messing with people no more. I got one. Cool. This one I wasn't actually. I don't personally like love spells because I don't like anything that takes away people's free will. Mm-hmm. That just that's always been my. Plus, I've always seemed to notice that they go wrong, very very wrong. But I had a friend that asked me if I would join in on a spell with him. It was me and a few other witches, including him. And we went to the beach and we did this. He wanted this guy, or actually, I think that they went by they, but anyways, um, to fall in love with him. But I don't know what went wrong because we were at a bonfire and he tried to kiss me or they tried to kiss me and oh, goodness. was this yeah. in Valley? yeah before I got there or when I was no there? that was when you were there I just I think we were we were at a point where we weren't we were talking but when oh. we did talk we were arguing oh because, yeah oh dang you know I we had a little we had a little moment. a little fat yeah but if it's before you it'll what... come back <laughs> sorry before I even knew what I was doing back Probably when, probably back to 1997, 1998, I was seeing a girl called Haley. Um, Haley's comment. She went off with uh, someone else, and I was so infatuated with her. So I actually, obviously, I didn't know what I was doing, and I was kind of like breaking into my tarot cards properly around that time. Um, and I decided to kind of like put a candle, lit a candle, and I kind of like named one end Haley and the other end Simon, which was the guy that she was kind of missing. I broke that candle. I separated them and I lit another candle on both ends with me, me naming one end and her on the other end. And I put them together and I put, wrapped it up in kind of like a silk cloth and I buried it at a very low point, uh, quite low in the ground. Um, the relationship never actually took on, even though we did meet up a few times and there was kind of like a bit of friends with benefits going on. But to cut a long story short, it took away more from me than mm. I could ever, ever, ever explain. So trying to reverse that was an absolute nightmare. End up kind of like uh, getting a white candle, kind of like naming both sides again, lighting both ends again, doing a little ritual over it, wrapping it up in a white silk cloth and putting it in the attic. Mm. It was the highest point I I could get access to at the time. Uh, But even then it took a hell of a long time and it drained me so much, so, so much. So love spells is one of the things I'd always stay away from now. 
Well, the guy that I did the love spell on ended up dying. So no one. Must have been a very powerful one. Must have been very powerful. I think mine wasn't as powerful, nowhere near as powerful as what yours was. I think I was just kind of like breaking into it where you probably knew what you were doing. No, I didn't. That was the first spell I ever did. And I forgot when this is when we first met, and I forgot to mention that those those kind of things, like I don't know, I've always been against taking people's free will away because you want mm-hmm. when it comes to love, you want it to be real. You want it to be something that came to you because of you and not because of something you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that now, and I would never do that again. And I just think that's crazy that it was so powerful for my first spell. And um, I don't know where I got it from. Like a lot I, of stuff just come to me. Yeah. Some people have a natural oh, ability. Some you got it out of my book. Oh, which book? The book that I, I let you borrow. I think you got it out of that book. Was Remember it the Necronomicon? No, it didn't have love spells in that because it was, I was a wicked book. I was joking. I was joking. <laughs> no, um, no, you didn't get it out of that. Maybe it was just something that the spells have always just came to you though. But mm-hmm. usually I get the words from somewhere, but I get the ingredients from like, I don't know, like it just kind of come to me when I'm in the kitchen. They'll be like, grab a little this, grab a little that. I'm the like, same okay. way. I just like that. I'm really? good with okay, words. I'm, grab that. I'm great with words when it comes to certain spells, but when it comes to the actual materials and the ritual aspects of it is where I struggle. Oh, oh so he's my, don't think about he's it. my twin, but my opposite. So we make a, we make a whole witch. Hello. <laughs> that's how i tell everybody when you're going about your own spells the the problem that people go about is they think too much is this right is this wrong let me know what this actually is supposed to be used for whereas you know being a witch is your own that's that's you that's that's your own it comes from your heart comes from who you are as a person just go with the flow grab what you think is meant to go in it I don't see myself as a witch or a wicker or uh, any well, kind of wall. I just mean like, like anybody that does. Though. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. like usually I do my spells and then after I'm done, I'll look up what that ingredient meant. Like when I did that moon bath, uh, moon water bath, That's and true. it was like, put some majorum in there. And I was like, what the hell is majorum? But I put it in there. And then later on, when I looked it up, it was for, um, it helps with your um, nerve damage and your nervous system. And then I have carpal tunnel and uh, neuropathy in my feet. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Pain. Painful. Ouch. Um, let's see. Twin. Siren. Mm-hmm. What was your very first spell? Have you cast a spell yet? The only, like, no. Actually, no. You have like, it. The only two things I've done is, like, when, like, when, remember that, um, Donovan's ex, when Donovan's ex was, like, trying to, like, hex me, I guess, and I had to cleanse myself? Yeah. That and then that past life thing, that's the literally the only two things I've done. Well you did the past life thing. Yeah, I did tell that. him what happened because he doesn't what happened to you when you did your past life uh spell. So yeah, twins shared a past life spell with us. She had got from TikTok, I think. Yeah. And she had did it and it, it uh I think you said you did it two times? Oh no, you did it longer, right? What did you say you you said you did, you did it longer? One time adult okay, so what what I because I got it from somebody else, got it off of TikTok. They'll laugh, but they got some good shit on there. Um, and the only thing I did was I changed it a little bit because he said to just draw the thing, little the symbol, and mm-hmm. then I added a candle and I said it a few times more than he said because he said I think he said say it three times, but I said it like ten times. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So yeah, I did it and I lit the candle, and then like no lie, like after the third time, like I could feel. I guess like my energy shifting and like I started seeing bright lights everywhere and like the room kind of felt like it was spinning and then I all of a sudden like I saw uh, a witch doctor and like it was a sick kid laying next to her and she was like mixing like, a concoction in a bowl you know and you know chanting and then she was smearing it you know on the child's forehead like and then I freaked out and I stopped so <laughs> I'm still new to this so you know I, See, I had like, massive headaches I had massive massive headaches when I cast my spell but it was uh, it was different. I, I think I was kind of like channeling the wrong type of shackles. I was channeling the, the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I kind of like uh, backed away from it a little bit. Yeah. 
maybe. You should do the past life one that we did because you should. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that well, you know now that you were the witch doctor that you saw. Yeah, yeah. And now then, that, yeah. Uh, what did you see when you did George Muse? I didn't see anything. I felt like a massive energy going through my third eye, and then just somehow I like I, my my skills actually became better. Like my psychic skills, like I just know things that I shouldn't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. like on the game. Remember, I told you I couldn't get into my account, and I just somehow knew that the original account owner had done something. Yeah, and it turned oh. out to be true. He had accidentally taken it back. <laughs> and then when I did mine, I saw it was like a sterile room, and it was like a line of people, and they were like in gray outfits, and they were white. They were all white with blonde hair and blue eyes, and I was like, "Are they supposed to be my?" myself it was I white in every I literally took it literal I was like are these all my past lives was I white in every past life like what is this and then when we did that star seed um I saw them again and I realized that they weren't white people <laughs> they were lights but I guess like um, oh my friend, that was my interpretation of them in my mind with white people but they were like white lights Mm-hmm. and then uh the white woman that I saw that turned around to grab me and was like she was the only one who like acknowledged me when I did the spell it turned out that she's my higher self mm-hmm. and it's yep. still weird I was like why they all white <laughs> okay <laughs> I remember I picked on you about that too I think <laughs> yeah because I was like how did I'm so pro-black how the heck was I white in my oh life? look at you mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, what the heck Blonde mm. hair and blue eyes. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. We already done any spells. I'm at to start trying to do some. Do so, know, my very first know. spell, I think I told yeah. you guys that my very first spell was to call the muses. And your name is Manic Muse. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I called the muses because I think I was in the middle of. Well, that's when I used to write poetry all the time. And now, like, it's weird. Ever since I did that, I feel like they're always with me. And, like, it doesn't matter. Like, when, when a, po- a poem hits me, I just write it down. And it's, like, other people mm-hmm. be like, wow, that's so amazing. Where did you go? Co- where did that come from? And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and you get so, so energetic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. but okay do we have another topic to talk about yet? no i think we're actually done for the day i think it was just one more thing that i wanted to add on to the end well for wanted to say was um i think that it's so crazy that all three of us had friendships before us where it felt like um the people were draining us and sucking the life out of us and then i mm-hmm. for all three of us like this friendship that i have with you guys is the first relationship, well, first friendships period where I feel like it isn't even exchange. It's hard for me to let people do things for me. And y'all just like, I'm doing it anyway. Y'all just like, mm-hmm. just like your guys' care package that's on the way. Yeah. Like it's guys. the first time I've had a relationship where it's reciprocated. Guys and girls, bring it in. Group hug. Come on. Oh. <laughs> oh. All the way from Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So is it time for our grateful? Yes, we can let Joe start. What is one thing that you're grateful for today? Me? Yep. I'm grateful for the friendships that I've made uh, throughout the whole of this year, which have kind of like helped me realize who I am and who I want to be. And that also includes you three. (laughs) So I pass that same question on to Savage Siren. The pretty one with the pretty eyes, that sense very silent. Best contact, that's not my <laughs> God damn, you have to go and ruin it now. You have to go and ruin the fantasy. But she is very silent because she's always watching. She likes huh? to pay attention. I said you're always silent because she likes to watch everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful for um I was gonna say friendship, but he already said it, so I gotta think of something else. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you can say the same thing. No, 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 I want you to go now. Hold on. Okay, come back to me. I'm gonna have mine. Hold on. Yeah, come back. Somebody Are we go. going in a circle then? So yeah, yeah. My turn then. Okay, so I am grateful for just, I don't know, all experiences as a whole, like the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly. It makes us who we are. Yeah, everything was soap opera. 
You're so fatty. I love it. <laughs> okay, on to Pixie and then back down to Siren. Um, I would say that I am grateful for um, being more peaceful, being at peace. Um, I feel like I've been anxious my whole life and didn't even know it. And uh, to finally know peace is crazy. It feels like, um, you know, you never notice that your chest is pounding a thousand miles per second. Yeah. And it feels good not to feel that anymore. So mine is peace and no anxious. I'm grateful for not feeling. That's why I gotta keep burning this because I feel it, <laughs> and then I burn this my sage. Okay, what's a siren? What are you grateful for? Um, I'm just grateful for. I, it's not gonna make sense what I'm saying, but I'm grateful for like this moment, like just like where all of our lives are going and what's going on right now and what's. Um, like forming in us like developing in us our like gifts and everything else is like unlocking and just you know the excitement that I'm sure we all have like for what the future holds like that's what I'm grateful for you know I can't put a word on to what exactly that is but if they the even make sense now. yeah like the here and now yeah there you go mm-hmm. I love yeah. it all right so I guess that's our closing for the day right. well, I want to thank everyone thank you all Thanks to listeners. Thanks to you two, sorry, you three amazing ladies. <laughs> and thank you to you too. Yes, yeah, I really enjoyed yeah, having you on here today. Me too. Thanks. I do too. You'll probably see him again in the future. I hope so. I hope so. Oh, don't stop. <laughs> Just because I've got a limey accent. Disgraceful. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We'll see you again probably in the next couple of days. Peace right. out. Bye.